This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Well, can't you see that it's just rain? You're listening to Radio Hawks Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming on the web, www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. This is a program called Food for Life, and it's my pleasure, as always, to be talking to Heather Barrow from Food for Life. How are you going, Heather? I'm doing well, Ken. Thank you. How are you? Ooh, all the better for talking with you, Heather. You know that. Now, on today's program, we're going to talk all about how to get through the holiday season and remain healthy, hopefully. But before we do that, just remind our listeners what you and your uh, organization are all about. Sure. So um, my business is Food for Life, and um, I'm just about that, pretty much. I'm a registered clinical nutritionist, and I like to help people with their diets. And um, mostly I I tend to see people with uh, some health um, conditions or concerns um, in the way of gut issues or skin or hormonal weight loss um, or just people that want to make sure that they're doing the best thing for their body and they're keeping optimum health. It will be fair to say that at this time of year as we record this program we're recording it in December uh, diets generally or good eating generally tends to go out the window for a few weeks doesn't it? It does. Um, I don't know if it's weeks it might be a day for someone it might be a month for someone but generally yeah we tend to loosen the reins and um, allow ourselves to enjoy some things we wouldn't normally. Now, last month we spoke about gut restoration, so I suppose this is the ideal month to put last month's uh, program into action, really, isn't it? Well, I guess so. I mean, you know, the holidays are right around the corner, so, um, yeah, it's good to, I guess, prepare your gut um, if you have any gut issues to deal with those, or else they're going to get worse over the holidays if you indulge in some things, but... um, yeah, make sure you're in a good place, I guess, as you come into the holidays, and then you can relax and enjoy. Okay, Heather, what are some of your top tips for either, one, getting into shape for the Christmas binge or getting into shape after the Christmas binge? Oh, okay, that's quite a big question. <laughs> so I think, um, okay, so before the Christmas um, holidays and binge, um, I think one thing to start practicing now that could get you ready is just mindful eating so just kind of you know stopping and asking yourself you know am I actually very am I hungry at the moment Um, am I bored am I thirsty Um, I often find that people mistake being thirsty for hunger Mm -hmm. so I guess just being mindful before you eat and ask yourself those questions maybe even have you know a large glass of water and you might find actually no I wasn't hungry at all so if you can start practicing that now then um, you know when the holidays roll around and all this food's thrown at you you can actually be aware of where you're actually at yes, pondering I guess yeah now I found um, Sarah carry on Oh, oh, no, you go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I I found an an interesting article um, which was titled up The 12 Healthy Days of Christmas. And I I very much thought about uh, what you might be saying uh, on today's program. But we could just take the word Christmas out and call it the the 12 Healthy Days of of Holidaying. Um, But I I think in the main, um, 
It's all about moderation, isn't it, as we come to the holidays? More so than normal. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, so th- th- that was going to be part of my tips, you know, is, um, you know, before you go out, uh, you know, maybe have something kind of healthy before you go out so you're not starving and overindulging on, you know, all the platters mm. that could consist of a lot of fried, you know, unhealthy foods. Um, but allowing yourself to have a little bit of that, yes. but as you said, in moderation, but you never want to put yourself in a point where you're going to a party and you're starving and all the finger food is all the kinds of food that you know. That you love. Be eating. Yeah, that you love. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if we were preparing, if we were preparing a holiday uh, get together and uh, you're the hostess with the mostess, and uh, people are coming around to you, what sort of things should we be preparing, bearing in mind um, people's health and wellness? Yeah, so I think um, it's good to always have different types of platters out there. So there are people that won't eat vegetables or don't like this or that, Um, but there are people that are looking to eat, you know, um, a, a vegetable tray or um, having some lean protein choices like, you know, meatballs or mm. um, prawns out there or um, even meat, you know, meat skewers or sushi. Um, just the type of finger foods that are filling, um, that have protein, that actually keep you fuller for longer. Um, types of fibrous foods, so, you know, veggie platters with, um, you know, tomatoes, cucumber, capsicum, broccoli, um, maybe with, you know, you can have the famous kiwi dip and yes. have hummus as well. So, you know, people can have two different options there. Um, but you can put out those foods alongside of the, I don't know, what are the famous um, nibbles, like the little mince pies. And, oh, yes, sauce rolls. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, have, you can have variety. Yes, you can. And I was looking at uh, the 12 Days of Christmas, thinking about that song. You know that song, don't you? Yes. I suppose you're singing it in your head right now. I won't sing it out loud. <laughs> okay, well, number one on this list that I've got is uh, it's, it's actually talking about drinking alcoholic drinks. And it says here oh, that uh, any more than four standard drinks in one sitting is classified as a binge. I didn't know that. Neither did I. Um, I didn't at all. I, I sort of think of um, alcohol as something you need to plan, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of people don't because once you go over, you know, three or four, it can go, you know, slippery slope for people. Is you, you know, it's hard to stop. Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> but uh, I think about too, you know, the caloric intake of alcohol. So I think it's good to try and set yourself a limit before arriving at a party. You know. Maybe just say, okay, I'm going to have two drinks and that's it. Or maybe stop at four. Yeah. <laughs> also, the suggestion here is that if you want to look after your liver, what you should be doing is that uh, have a drink, have a glass of water. Have a drink, have a glass of water. That soon goes out the window after you've had your first couple of drinks. It does. But, I, you know, I recommend, you know, bringing something that is non-alcoholic that maybe you could rotate in instead of a glass of water. People don't want a glass of water after they have a tasty glass of wine or beer, but maybe instead you like sparkling water or you like kombucha, which is, you know, the fermented sparkling, you know, drink, tea. Um, And maybe you just bring some of those and you kind of 
can rotate in that into the mix. Yes, indeed. Now, the number two on my list here is uh, your servings of fresh fruit and fresh fruit and veggie. Need to get that right. And um, it, it quite varies, doesn't? It? Because here it says that the number of fresh fruit in your diet each day should be two bits. Is that right? I, I thought it was four or five. Fresh fruit? Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll get discrepancy on this, but I always like to tell clients two pieces of fruit a day is great. You're going to get fiber, you're going to get nutrients, but you're also getting natural sugars. And that does count as your sugar intake for the day. So if you think about probably some of the most popular fruits out there, apple, banana, orange, those all have around 10 grams of sugar each, depending on how big of the, the fruit is. So, you know, an average man should have about 40 grams of sugar in a day. Yep. If you're already having two pieces of fruit, you're almost halfway there. So yeah. I think that's why, you know, it's good to say two pieces. Um, add in some berries. You know, berries are very low in sugar. Mm-hmm. So you could have an apple, banana, and, you know, I don't know, berries for dessert. Yeah. Strawberries, blueberries. Frozen's fine, too. I um, Over the last couple of years, because I'm a bit of a weird eater, you might have worked that out in all the years we've been doing it, but um, I have increased my vegetable intake, but I haven't had any fruit for well over two years. Is that, is that okay. a bad thing? No, I, you know, I, I know clients, even I have a nutritionist friend who doesn't really eat a lot of fruit, and that's perfectly fine. You know, you can get a lot of um, the nutrients, you know, B vitamins, um, from different vegetables as well. So I wouldn't say that you're having any, you know, nutrient deficiencies um, unless I looked at your diet closely and, you know, picked some stuff out. But um, no, I think that's fine not to have fruit. I'm not a huge fruit eater myself. Um, Maybe I have a banana and a smoothie. Um, I tend to eat a lot of berries because I like smoothies. But that's fine. And uh, fruit trees when they come in season, you know. Yeah. Can we substitute things like nuts for fruit? Um, you can. Yep. So, you know, talking like B vitamins, for instance, like bananas, high in potassium B vitamins. Um, you can eat um, peanuts, um, cashews. A lot of the nuts have B vitamins in them. Um, tomatoes, different vegetables. So, yeah, there's always ways to kind of make up for it. Mm-hmm. What about protein-rich foods uh, over the holiday uh, season? Uh, what should we be eating? What should we might not be eating much of? Um, I'd say that when you say protein, the first thing I think of is meat yep. because I think New Zealanders are a meat-eating culture, you know, they're farmers and, and, and the like. So um, I think when it comes to meat, try to avoid the processed meats. Um, you know, they've been preserved. They've got nitrates. Um, they're very high in sodium, so you know any you know the sausages and um, lunch meats and that sort of thing. If yeah. you can buy deli deli style, buy from a butcher. Um, that way, you can at least avoid some of that that nasty stuff. So things like steak, chicken, whole pork, turkey—they're all good stuff to eat, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, now, what about looking after our health when it comes to leftovers? You know, a lot of people, they get a ham for Christmas and they're still eating ham 10 days later. Um, how should we be storing our food and how how long is long enough or how long is too long? Oh, yeah, 10 days is definitely too long. Um, 
that's a good question. I have never actually looked that up myself because I usually it doesn't last that long in my house. But I would say, you know, pro- no more than probably three days mm-hmm. in the fridge. And then I maybe, you know, if you think, oh, heck, I'm not going to eat all this, share it with a neighbor or friend or put it, you know, put it in the, the freezer. I don't know, in a Ziploc bag? Yep. Okay. What's that? All right, now that was number four for the amount of days that they suggest that you can keep food in the fridge and uh, you concur with that. Number five is the uh, the number of grams of fiber that you should aim to get uh, in your bread of your choice. I mean, how much fiber, not, not just some bread, but how much fiber do we need uh, in our diet to keep us healthy? Did, did you say in bread? Yeah, they say uh, the number five is the number of grams of fiber that you should aim to get in your bread. Okay, because bread isn't that full of fiber so I'm surprised it says that um, but um, you know fibrous foods are vegetables legumes beans fruit um, nuts and seeds so really you want to aim for about if you can 30 grams a day yeah I suppose um, even if you could get you know 15 that's pretty good um, so if you were to get like 25, 30 grams a day, um, you could eat, you know, different seeds, you know, three to five servings of above ground vegetables, um, two pieces of fruit. Um, I think it's quite easy to get fiber. And of course, the importance of fiber is, um, you know, gut health, bowel health, um, feeding your gut bacteria, it feeds off of fiber. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you might find over the holidays, actually, I'm struggling to go to the toilet. Well, yeah. there's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, the number six is, for, um, six is for 60 minutes or less that it takes you to write up a weekly meal plan. Who does that? I don't know anyone who does that. No. I, I will rarely come across someone who, who does meal plans, maybe if they have a large family and they have to really plan out. But um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of doing that, um, but to each their own. If it if it helps you to make sure that you know you're organized and you you know you feel like you're planning your meals well and getting all the nutrients, then then go ahead and, and write some meal plans. Do you find that athletes might be the type of people who would do that? You know, it's a, they're in a strict regime. They're training for this. They're training for that, and uh, they like to write down exactly what they got. And yeah, and is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? Uh, I think it can be both, depending on the person. So, you know, I've seen people get really obsessive about their um, what they're eating and their caloric intake, and I, I've seen it lead to um, food eating disorders. Uh, but I think if, you know, there's professional bodybuilders out there, some of them can be very unhealthy. Um, I'm not a sports nutritionist. I'll just put that out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think the way that they um, – you know, can manipulate their bodies and the way they can starve themselves and then really feed isn't the healthiest way to, yeah. um, to live. Yeah. Can we counteract bad eating habits over the next few weeks or in our general life? Can we counteract bad eating habits with supplements? Just the sort of thing, oh, yeah, well, I took the supplements, so I'll be right. Uh, yes, you can make up for, you know, if you, if you know you're going to be eating poorly, and, you know, you obviously be lacking in a lot of nutrients or fiber or antioxidants. You can take, you know, a whole food meal replacement shake. You can, there's green powders out there to make up for 
um, you know, above ground vegetables and lacking phytonutrients. There's supplements out there. You don't like powders, uh, green green powder supplements, spirulina, and all the good green stuff out there. Yeah. So yeah, you can, you certainly can. Um, it can help. Now we uh, we normally touch on it every time we talk. Um, it's not just about what you're putting in your mouth, but it's what you're doing when you've got the stuff in your mouth, isn't it? It's uh, exercise, aerobics. It's it's a very important part of what we do. Sure, it is. But you know, it's it's. I think over the holidays, it is a time to relax and not feel guilty if you're not in your strict exercise regimen, or uh, you know, don't feel guilty after eating certain foods. Um, I remember when I was. I don't know how old I was, but in America, Thanksgiving, um, I think I had eaten a really large meal, and I said to myself, I'm going to go for a run. And it was not a good idea, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) It was way too close to after eating. Um, But don't don't let that, you know, know, get to you. Give yourself permission to enjoy, um, to indulge, you know, maybe not exercise for that week. Um, maybe eat the certain foods that you don't normally eat. You're going to be able to get back on track with yeah. your normal eating and your normal routine. You can do it the very next day if you need to. Yeah. Is that sort of peer pressure for um, for exercise? It can get inside your head, kind of, because you know I, I know that people say that you got to do half an hour of exercise uh, every day to be healthy, or you know the. Yeah, I suppose what it's the it's the trendy thing now to do to do ten thousand steps a day. That's a lot of steps, isn't it? It is. Actually, yeah, it is. In fact, the client that I just saw before um, the show, uh, she said she's got her Fitbit and she aims for 10,000 steps a day. And, you know, that's great. Um, It's good to move the body like that. But I also, you know, don't want people to feel the guilt if they don't get that in every day. Yeah. I don't believe I would get that in on a daily basis. But, you know, I try and um, exercise. I teach, you know, some fitness classes. um, But I don't beat myself up. You know, I've got a two-year-old, and I know life does get in the way sometimes. Yeah. Now, we've talked about it before, so let's, let's just say we come out of the holiday period. Um, what about fasting? Is fasting going to sort of help us get back on the straight and narrow? Oh, that's, that is another big question. Um, I'm going to say no, um, because I, I think I've done some shows on fasting in the past. Yes. I am a fan of fasting, intermittent fasting, and I think there's a lot of health benefits, but it is not for everyone. And again, anyone struggles with any kind of eating disorder, I I don't believe they should be fasting. Obviously, pregnant people, if you're highly stressed, fasting is not a good option. If you um, struggle with um, hypoglycemia, low blood sugar levels, there's a lot of people that shouldn't do it. Um, For for people that maybe were... um, you know, in doing intermittent fasting before the holidays mm-hmm. and they want to get back into it, yes, I think that is a way that they could get back on track. It would be helpful. Would you, like classif- yeah. would you classify intermittent fasting as skipping a meal? Would that be the same thing as having a, a day off from eating? Yes, yep, skipping a meal. It's usually um, breakfast. So, you know, people go anywhere from, I guess it would be 14 to 18, 20 hours yeah. without food. Mm-hmm. So maybe your last meal is at 6 p.m. and you decide you're going to wait to eat breakfast till 9, yeah. 10, 11, or you know you skip breakfast altogether and you go right to lunch. Yeah, is that an old wives' tale that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? I think it is important to eat breakfast. 
I think, you know, we, we, when we go out the door, we're going out the door to a, usually a job. Um, sometimes we're on our feet. Oftentimes we're using our brain in a, in a major way, and it does require fuel. And I think, you know, food does provide that. Even if it's something small, you, you're on your way out the door and you grab a banana or an apple, it's something. It's going to give you some energy to get going for your morning. Yeah. Look, we're just about out of time, and this is our last program for this year. If you wouldn't mind just re- recapping, what would be your top three tips for someone listening to this program to help us get nutritionally through this holiday period? Okay, well, I think one of my top tips, again, be mindful in your eating. Ask yourself if you're hungry, are you thirsty, are you bored, are you stressed? Maybe have a glass of water first. When you're out and about, try and have some kind of fiber at a party. You know, go for some healthy options first. Fiber is filling along with lean protein. So go for those options. Then you'll feel a little bit of full. You can have maybe some of that, I don't know, the mince pie or Mm -hmm. something that you've been eyeing up. Make sure you're getting enough um, water during the holidays um, to counteract all the the sugar, the excess sodium you'll be having, and, of course, the alcohol. Um, So 30 mils of water per kilo of body weight um, would be another tip. So if you weigh 80 kilos, aim for at least two liters a day. And if I could throw in one more, it's really try and have a strategy for um, your drinking consumption, whether you know you're going into a party and you're limiting it, or you're bringing one of your favorite non-alcoholic drinks and you're rotating alcoholic drink with, with that drink. Good on you, Heather. It's been my pleasure talking with you today. You look after yourself. We'll talk to you same time, same place next time. That's great. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Heather. Have a very Merry Christmas. Take it easy. You too. Ain't Bye-bye. No need, no Rain all day and I really, really, really don't mind. Can't you see? Can't you see? This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.